Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Teen Titans number 3. Cover date, May 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Nick Carty. Edited by George Cashton. Featuring The Revolt at Harrison High. Written by Bob Haney. Art by Nick Carty. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go. President's Commission on Education asks the Teen Titans to help deal with the problem of high school dropouts. In the town of Harrison, the young heroes discover dropouts being hired by Ding Dong Daddy Dowd, proprietor of a custom hot rod and bike shop. Uncovering evidence that Dowd's operation is a front for criminals, the Titans go undercover as would-be dropouts themselves and expose his schemes, thus persuading his teenage employees to return to school. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Public Service Announcement Theater proudly presents Not Wanted High School Dropouts. Golly, that test tomorrow sounds tough. Sure wish I never had to go back to school. Hmm, George dropped out of school last year. I think I'll go find him and talk it over with him. Say, Tom, would you know where I can find George? I've been looking all over for him. Last time I saw George, he was in the same shoes I'm in, having no luck landing a decent job because he doesn't have a high school diploma. Later. There you are, George. I'd like to talk to you. I've only got a minute, Alvin. I have to study for my night class tonight. I'm finishing my high school education, so I'll be able to get a worthwhile job. Okay, now what's the problem, Alvin? Er, I think you've already solved it, George. Thanks a million. It really pays to go to school. I'd better rush home and study for tomorrow's test. Presented as a public service in cooperation with the National Social Welfare Assembly, Coordinating Organization for National Health, Welfare, and Recreation Agencies of the USA. Dr. Husband. Yes? You're an educator. Yes, Dr. Bob. Would you agree... That not all children need to be in school. I would agree that not all children need to be in college. Okay. How about high school? High school is the absolute required bare minimum for education completion, yes. Even in the 60s? Uh, I think even in the 60s, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could get a good job with a, with a high school education. Apparently, you can get a great job by dropping out of school and working for a criminal organization. Well, there's always that risk. And, of course, back in the 60s, you could also get an excellent job with a two-year education. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Well, that's all to bring us around to talking about Teen Titans number three. Yes. May 1966. Featuring Robin, Wonder Girl, Kid Kid Flash, and and Aqualad. 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 Uh, we see on the cover that they are all going after Ding Dong Daddy Dowd in his screaming demon, mm-hmm. a hot rod car. Um, and they're all being attacked by various uh, devices coming out of Ding Dong Daddy Dowd's car. Right. Ding Dong Daddy Dowd reminds me of who was that guy in Daytona Beach that had the auto repair shop? He was a big local celebrity. Bob. By big, I mean great big fat person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big John. Big John. Big John. That's it. Uh, he looks a lot like Big John. Yeah, he looks like he would have a collection of porn that would get him arrested. <laughs> um, 
we're not saying anything about Big John. We don't know Big John. Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. I, I'm just saying that this this character is yeah. really skeevy. Yes. yes. Uh, he's a great big fat person. He's wearing a leather jacket and has a red kind of... Uh, Fedora kind of? Musketeer hat? Yes. Or, and um, a go, go, goatee. A and... little tiny goatee that's too small for his face. Yes. And uh, let's just get right into the story, shall we? Yeah, let's go. Welcome to the scene, swingers. I'm Danny Robinson, no relation. <laughs> Just an average teen guy, but I... L- but, oh, sorry. I'm confused by the word use of the word like. Right? But like, I developed this big problem about school. So if <laughs> any of you cats out there are developing the same hang-up, stop. Put on the brakes. Back up. And then read my story, which stars the four coolest characters of all, the Teen Titans, and how they battled... The Revolt at Harrison High. <laughs> How do you, what do you think about the splash page? Well, the splash page shows the boy Teen Titans mm-hmm. being attacked by some kind of robotic gas, gas pump. pump. It looks mm-hmm. a lot like computer, as long not computer, computo, mm-hmm. as long-time comics readers will know what, exactly what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Wonder Girl hangs in the background. Of course, mm-hmm. she has her super... Super powerful foot on top of Ding Dong Daddy Dowd, mm-hmm. whom we haven't heard named yet, but right. we will in a moment. We did talk about Wonder Girl, didn't we, last week? Sure. <laughs> you don't remember. I do that. not remember, though. I'm sorry. Did we talk about her last week, really? Last a couple week? of weeks ago, recently. Okay. I'll just talk about her every time she appears. Well, I mean, she was created by a reflection or a mimeograph of, of Wonder Woman. No, it's... She came out of like either a reflection or of a pool or a mirror or something. A slideshow. It was a slideshow. Something um, crazy like that, She was yeah. pulled from the home movie of Wonder Woman as a child and brought to life. Okay, so my stupid guesses weren't that far off. No. Yeah. And honestly, any guess you came up with is something that certainly would have happened. Okay. In a story written by Bob Haney. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was uh, originally Wonder Woman as a child mm-hmm. who was brought through Paradise Island magic to the present time to have adventures with her adult self as well as her baby self and their mother, Queen Hippolyta. Wow. Now, Bob Haney wasn't paying careful attention. He didn't know that she was Wonder Woman as a girl. She, he thought she was an independent character, mm-hmm. so he stuck her in the Teen Titans. Huh. And then they had to come up with an origin for her later on down right. the line. Right, but after this. After this, yes. Uh... Page one, Gotham City and a hot rod vehicle is zooming down the street toward a bank. And it crashes right into it. Right through the window. Right through the window. It's, we should mention it's got giant spikes on the front. That's how yeah. it so easily crashes through. It's how it so easily what? Crashes through. <laughs> <laughs> so this hot rod has robotic arms, of course, which reach out and steal all the money from the bank. As well as picks up the cop and yep. shakes him, giving the old shakedown. Yep. Yep. Uh, the police bullets are no use. So um, uh, is this a common thing for in the 60s for banks to have machine guns installed inside the bank while the patrons are all on the floor shooting at the criminals? Like, I mean... Oh, these are automatic machine guns. Right. Says, as concealed machine guns in the bank's walls are triggered by an alert official and someone screams, the bullets, they bounce off like a harmless rain. So I'm assuming that the bullets are just ricocheting all around while the people are on the floor, potentially getting shot. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm assuming also that the interior of the bank is lined with marble, as all big city banks are. Sure. So those bullets really are ricocheting. Yeah. And And they don't stop until they hit something and lodge inside presumably a human body. Right, absolutely. Right. Um, Okay, so just so we're in agreement that that's just not really a good way to... Sure, no, but I, you know, how could they have known that before it actually happened? I mean, (laughs) if I'm going to be the owner of a bank, sure, I want machine guns that pop out of the walls if there's a robbery. Uh, Sure. Um, Probably the tellers are behind protective glass, so that'll be fine. Right. Um, A moment later, oversized drive wheels grab the concrete and speed off, and the bandits are gone, gone, gone. Bob, is Bob Haney the... The writer, artist, writer. Or the writer of this. Yes. Who's the artist? Nick Cardi. Okay. I, 
it's a really cool artwork here. Oh, I wasn't. I was afraid that's not what you were going to say. No, I really do like the artwork. You see, listener, he does like Nick Cardi. <laughs> you you got trounced before for not liking Nick Cardi. But that what, was is there a whole page, an, an online page of, of hate mail for me or, or, or comments about my tastes? It's mostly just uh, verbal comments that I field and shield you from. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. No, Nick Cardi also draws Aquaman. And you didn't care for the Aquaman drawing that he did. No. So, um, Batman and Robin are watching the car speed, speed off. off. Right. Um, Batman and Robin, of course, is their home base is Gotham City. And they're out on patrol. Right. And, of course, you know, the Batmobile can keep up with this thing. Kind of. Can it, though? No. Batman floors the pedal on the fabulous car that has never been outrun. And what happens? It's being outrun. Mm-hmm. The chase continues beyond the limits of Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Batman is also firing a gun at the uh, car. Well, a dart gun. He's firing needle-sharp darts. Which have no effect on the tires whatsoever. Nope. Bounce right it off. It says they must be solid foam rubber. Which I imagine would make the ride quite rough. <laughs> also, Don't you? What, yes, but also, if it's foam rubber, why wouldn't the bullets have torn it up from the machine guns? Who knows? Uh, the let's uh, just abandon all sorts okay, of science. Okay, yeah. Here. The hot it's rod is headed for the river. Uh, dives right in and becomes amphibious. Mm-hmm. No worries. Batmobile is also amphibious. Exactly. Uh, but then the hot rod becomes uh like a what do you call this? A hydrofoil? A, a hovercraft. Hovercraft. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. Not hydrofoil would have um two skis. This uh, becomes okay. like a like a hovercraft. Like okay, a, yeah. Uh, riding on a cushion of jetted air, mm-hmm. and they're getting away for sure this time because Batman's Batmobile can only become a hydrofoil. Right. And, and so is this, no match. This would be much faster. So let's go back to the Batcave. All right. And find out what's happening. Where did those crooks get such a car, Batman asks. Mm-hmm. A bank cracker and supercharged getaway chariot all in one. Where, where, where? Wait, I didn't realize this before. Batman is punching something in anger the wall wow that poor wall well he's giving that wall what for batman's poor fist i would say because as we know batman does not have a super, super strength unlike in our dc game right um hey robin's receiving a telefax yes <laughs> from washington dc i and the other teen titans have been called to washington batman what could they want with us uncle sam doesn't have to give reasons why robin get started and i'll carry on here and see if i can't dig up some clues on those bank bandits so they go to washington dc robin and the other titans meet outside the door of the president's commission on education which has its own office where the president sits, apparently. And do you know who is president at this time? Um, well, I know that it would have been Johnson, but mm-hmm. that doesn't look a lot like Johnson. No, it doesn't. Much more hair than Johnson ever had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. I just saw a picture of Lyndon B. Johnson this morning because I was curious as to oh. um, what his, uh, how long he was president. Because, of course, he became president when Kennedy was, was yes. assassinated. And then he was, re- he was elected president. Yes. Yes. Uh, wait, was he? Yeah, yes. he was. Yeah, he did one term. He was he he finished out the term as president. He was vice president, and then he was elected president. And he didn't run for a second elected term, right? He um, or did he? No, no because uh, that was Nixon. Nixon. Well, I mean, but did he run? I don't remember. I don't yeah, think so. I don't think he did. Um, known? No, you know why he didn't? Because he passed the uh, civil rights amendment, and he knew he wouldn't be reelected. Right. Lyndon B. Johnson, known for a lot of his excellent uh, work in civil rights. Yes. Um, and un- and unfortunately, not so popularly for his association with Vietnam. Right. Yes. Also, he murdered John Kennedy, but that's a story for another time. Uh, Commission on Education, Kid Flash says. Mm-hmm. But we're all top students. Why would they want us on the carpet? Mm. Now, I mean, the Commission on Education... Probably is has 
a bigger purpose than just calling bad students <laughs> into the <laughs> presidential principal's office. But they are teenagers. You know how teenagers are. They don't think... They think everything's about them. About them, yeah. Uh, glad to see you, Titans. President Johnson intones. As you know, our country has one teenage problem that's probably more serious than any other. Can you guess what the problem is? I would say uh, rough... Uh, rough uh, fighting smoking fighting smoking nope drugs nope nope uh dropping out dropping out of school yes kids who quit school before they graduate president johnson is organizing a national campaign to persuade dropouts to stay in school the word finally came to me what hooliganism (laughs) (laughs) i like i think i was rough 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 hooliganism hooliganism that is a serious problem but not as serious as dropping out okay um our campaign is all from the adult point of view. That's where you come in, Titans. That's a very clever tactic to take in trying to convince teens to stay in school. Yes. You know, that they, don't, they aren't going to listen to the man. No. So why not bring in the teen Titans? A popular figure of their own age. Mm-hmm. Bob, what are we drinking today? I'm drinking a Pepsi Max because you wanted me to buy you Coke Zero and they didn't have any. And I bought Pepsi Max, which you refused to drink that's true but it's correct. delicious i enjoy pepsi is superior to coke i enjoy coke zero so i'm enjoying a coke zero Thank are you. you oh yes oh i forgot we're not supposed to make mouth noises sorry about that listener um so oh, president, i don't think he listens anyway the president well, he probably does listen okay. Just shut up! The president is sending the Titans <laughs> to Harrison, a typical American town with a high number of dropouts. How come they don't mention what state it's in? Well, they do say later on that it's a western state. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say it's probably like Oregon or Iowa. Uh, Iowa. Idaho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, so they're in Washington, D.C., and they're going to fly out west yeah. in their... Helicopter, helicopter, the Titan's copter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that must make amazing time. Well, it probably does. It's probably been built by Batman, mm. and probably has some kind of souped-up engine in it. I'm sure. Uh, we want you to go there to study the situation, talk to the kids, give us the teen slant, the inside angle, so our campaign will have a better <laughs> chance of success. Will you go? Teen slant. Uh, of course they'll go. Of course. The president uh, asks. As long send- as they can be back in time for their own studies. That's what's important. Yes. Uh, this is only their like fourth or fifth adventure together. Oh, wow. And look, the president's calling them in. Yeah. Hmm. So that struck me because Wonder Girl was like, well, boys, here we go again. As if it's all a fresh, new, happy thing. They're not really tightly organized as a teen outfit. It's just kind of they get together once in a while for this. And Robin's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, not long after, over a western town, we see the Teen Titans copter. Uh, average town America is how Harrison is described. Mm-hmm. And they check in with the high school. They learn that the dropout rate is quite high. Take the case of Danny Robinson. No relation. No relation to A you. real puzzler. We know many youngsters drop out because school's so tough, but Danny was an honor student, popular, a good athlete, yet he quit school the moment he reached legal dropout age. What, must be 17 or 18? I don't know. Yeah. We should, I think it might be 17. Okay. Um, it wouldn't be that now, would it? I, I don't know. Huh. We could have Googled that ahead of time. but Sorry, folks. Neither one of us bothered. Um, uh, my older brother... Uh, dropped out of school. You, Andy did? Yes. Well, he was forced to because he just kept staying in school and taking uh, classes, electives, and my mother made him drop out because he wasn't finishing anything. Oh. I don't want to air dirty laundry on the airwaves, but that's I, the fact of it. I don't remember that. Your brother was a high school dropout. Well, it's true. Wow. Yeah. Anyway... If only he'd had the Teen Titans around. Right. I'm sure Andy would have responded very well to the Teen Titans. Sure. <laughs> well, they head to Danny Robinson's house. No relation. Mm-hmm. Uh, just then, out of the Robinson house, shoots a souped-up hot rod. 
By the way, if you can hear noise in the background, I'm very sorry. It's the washing machine. It's laundry, but it has to be done. Yes. We don't have all week to just sit around and do laundry. Okay, where are we now? We're at the Robinson's house? We're at the Robinson's house, and a souped-up hot rod shoots out of the garage. Look at that hot rod. Kid Flash takes after it, running, running, running. Uh, He catches up to it and stops him. It is indeed Danny Robinson Mm -hmm. in the car. Uh, And they gather around to question him, and he admits to dropping out. Yeah. Yes, I dropped out. My father's dead, and I had to help my mother and sister by getting a job. That that's, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm on Danny's side. Yeah. Although um, there must be a way to do it without dropping out of school. Well, yes, but then what about his homework? Where are you? I'm at the bottom. Where I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm where where um, Danny Robinson. Yes. Is talking to the Teen Titans, and he says, "You're kidding, Robin. I'm making a fortune now um, as a design mechanic at Ding Dong Daddy. Good Lord." Ding Dong Daddy Dowd's Hot Rod Shop. That's where I built this little job. What is he driving? Pretty right. nifty, huh? Um, lots of kids who dropped out are making a bundle doing at, at Ding Dong Daddy's. That's an unfortunate name. Ding Dong Daddy Dowd is his full Good name. Good Lord. Uh, Ding Dong Daddy pays too much for anybody to stay in a square gig like school. Square gig, I love that. So long, heroes. Gotta go, go, go. Go, go, check pod. Well, of course, the Teen Titans are going to pay a little visit to Ding Dong Daddy Dowd's Hot Rod Hive. Look at that. The, I like that shot. Uh, what's the subtext? Um, the, hottest the hottest rockets, rockets this, this side, side of, of Dragsville. Dragsville. <laughs> Look at the Teen Titans copter. That's not a very big copter. It's big enough for them. Just. They're, they're just little tiny folks. By, well, teens are n- normal-sized people. But you know what? Uh, I predict a what? problem. I bet the inside of that helicopter stinks because those boys are in their action costumes all the time and you Ugh. know they don't wear enough deodorant. Yeah, of course. Or else they go the opposite direction and wear Axe body spray. Well, they didn't have Axe body spray back then. No, but, listen. but they had Brute Cologne. Oh, and Ding Dong Daddy looks so grotesque here, uh, yeah. doesn't he? God. Uh, those giant bushy eyebrows and that turned up mustache and that, oh, And no, like his goatee creates a chin. He doesn't actually have, he doesn't a, have chin. a chin. It's just all, all oh, neck. Just chest, neck, the hat. <laughs> uh, so Ding Dong Daddy Dowd welcomes the Teen Titans into his setup. Mm-hmm. I know why you're here. I've heard the news around town. And, uh, these happy kids are working and making big boodles of loot at honest toil. They drop out and Ding Dong comes to their rescue and gives them good jobs. Yeah. However, there's a closed door that Robin wants to know what's back there. Right. And, and he says, hey, that's my top secret stuff. You can't go in there. Hot rods are being made. And so um, Kid Flash says, you know what? I'm going to take a look while Robin distracts him. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, faster than the eye can see, the boy bullet vibrates his molecules at super speed through the door, passing to the back room where he sees... These three hooligans designing a a, a bicycle ice cream cart that yeah. has a machine gun, yeah. uh, a pop-up machine gun yeah. inside. And they say, perfect, that vendor will sell the cops plenty of hot lead, not cool popsicles. It's ready to ship. So apparently, in this secret part of his shop, he makes uh, vehicles with weapons. Right. So he comes back out. Kid Flash comes back out. And he says, Robin, buzz, buzz, buzz. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean, the buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, it's, he's whispering. Oh. oh I exactly. assume. Yeah. Or else talking at super speed. Yeah. Which Robin wouldn't Robin be able, wouldn't to, be able to hear. He would just hear his buzzing. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Robin uh, covers for them to make a hasty exit mm-hmm. and... Uh, they all leave and go to the copter. Go to the copter. Right, so we're going to go forward a couple pages to Revolt at Harrison High Park too, right? Yes. After checking out the hot rod hive of Ding Dong Daddy Dowd, the king of dragsters, the Teen Titans climb back into their copter and... Well, so they know now that something fishy is up, so he's going to give Ding Dong Daddy a chance to uh, expose himself. Right. So from the copter, they see three vehicles leaving the hot rod hive... Which is such a strange little distraction in the story. If I was just going to stop for a second and say, as we as we continue to follow this little story, this little sequence of events, mm-hmm. really stupid. I mean, I, I what he's I guess what he's trying to do is to uh, to take care of the Teen Titans, like perhaps 
knock them off. Right. Well, it's a classic uh, trope of storytelling. The heroes have to be defeated before they can come together and triumph at the end. They have to taste okay. different. All right. Okay. Thank you. I see. Also, I see. yes, this, so that, and that is indeed what they do. Have you noticed like how few panels per page we have? Um, in comparison to other comics of the time, it's like yeah, I hadn't noticed that until now. Essentially, yes. four panels per page, yes. which means that they uh, didn't have enough story to fill up this issue. So there are lots of big pictures, yeah, yeah. big, yeah. big, big, big. Okay, so so they're in their copter, and their three cars take off. And so Robin says to them, "Look, each of you take a car and see where it goes." Yeah, and um, Aqualad, uh, what is it? Wonder Girl, sorry, Wonder mm-hmm. Wonder Girl, and um, Kid Flash. Yeah, I'll take off. So Kid Flash takes off after this hot rod where which uh, Ding Dong Daddy is driving. Yeah, it's a cool hot rod. I mean, um, cool design. It is. Yeah, it's he's barely keeping up with it. It's very fast, and but he discovers that it's a robot car driven by a robot Ding Dong Daddy. Right, but it's heading for a school bus full of high school students. Right, right. So Kid Flash speeds up, gets in front of the car, spins in place. As fast as he can, and creating, creating a cushion, of, cushion air of air. Yeah, to stop. Couldn't he have just like pushed the car to the side, or perhaps even created a trench that the car would divert into? The, the spinning to create the air that seemed a little uh, dicey to me. Like perhaps that wouldn't be successful. Let's just extrapolate from known data. Oh, okay. Let's pretend that he did dig a trench at super speed to yes. divert the car. Your reaction would be? How in the hell did he <laughs> dig that trench at super speed? My point exactly. Okay. Uh, My property? City property. <laughs> <laughs> the hurtling dragster hits the dense air cushion built up by Kid Flash's flying feet and stops like a fly hitting molasses. And he is... Met with great appreciation from the school bus full yes, of kids. Yes, hooray! Kid Flash saved us from that runaway rod. Thanks, buddy Yay. boy. Anytime, kids. I'm glad to see not everybody's a dropout around here. Speaking of that, I hope my Teen Titan teammates aren't having as much trouble as I just did. Just thanks, Kid Flash. Dick. <laughs> what? 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 It's like, anytime, kids, just be gracious and say, you're welcome. I'm yeah. happy to help. Well, not yeah. throw your friends under the bus. I hope they're not having as much trouble as I did. <laughs> Figuratively under the bus, since he just saved a bus. Now, does he have an Audi? Do you see that picture of him? Was he's waving at the kid? Does he have an Audi? That would be a big... That looks like a hernia. Maybe. Doesn't it? Yeah. It does. I, I noticed that earlier today. I said, oh my God, is he all right? I think that's just uh, an unfortunate yeah. ink line. Now, I will say that Kid Flash has probably my favorite superhero costume ever in the whole history of comics. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love the color scheme. I love the the cut of the lines. I like the cut of his jeep. Um, you know, originally Kid Flash wore a duplicate of the Flash's costume. Oh. Until the Flash got uh somehow got a giant brain with future powers and brain lightning came out of his head and made this new costume for Kid Flash. Wow. Yeah. So now we go on to Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. Who's who, flying through the air. Well, technically she's floating on air currents, gliding on the air currents. So is she super light? Well, it's an Amazonian uh, skill that you wouldn't really understand. Wonder Woman can do it too. They glide on air currents, the currents of the air, and they just glide on it. That's bullshit. No, it's Amazonian science. <laughs> so that's cool. Your bullshit. jets. Um, well, agree, agree to, to disagree. disagree. So uh, Wonder Woman is following girl. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Wonder Girl is following the next vehicle at floating airspeed that somehow manages to keep up with the hot rod. So, it, which is not really flying. Well, it's, it's windy. It's a windy day, obviously, uh-huh. and also Kid Flash. Maybe he's so. Built up I'm an sure air the winds are, are and, and and the winds are probably blowing at what 80, 90 miles per hour. By the way, <laughs> hurricane you, force. Yes. Remember when Wonder Girl was on the Linda Carter Wonder Woman TV show? Yes. Do you remember who played her? Deborah. Debbie Winger. Debbie Winger. Deborah Winger. Yes. yes. Um. I loved those episodes when Wonder Girl came on. Her secret Speaking identity of was Drusilla. 
I was listening to Debbie um, Gibson the other day at work. And On I almost purpose? sent Yeah, I almost sent you a voice. I went through two days of just diving into 80s hits. Okay. And I was like, oh, I get lost in your eyes. And I, I almost sent you a voice memo with me singing along, but then I just had to get back to work. That's so. probably for the best. Sure. Nobody likes to drop out. So, um, in an instant... She, uh, so she, she what's she, what does she say? She wants to, she's she's going to lasso lasso the, the hot rod probably yes. because she's floating too slowly to keep well, up. Well, no, she's keeping up just fine. Mm-hmm. Let it go. And uh, an electric current. So she uses her lasso. An yep. electric current charges along back along the lasso and shocks her and knocks her out of the sky. Now this lasso is magic, mm-hmm. and so I'm concerned that there's a design flaw that allows it to conduct electricity because we see coming up in the wonder woman 1984 movie that she's going to be using the lasso to ride lightning bolts across the sky oh that is the best preview i have seen in years i nearly passed out very fond of it i effing love that preview the new wonder woman movie Mm -hmm. i cannot wait and I want to be there the night it opens. Really? Yeah. Are we going to be in the country when it opens? I'm not sure when it comes out, but oh probably. God, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. You never want to go to opening night movies. I want to go to this one. I am all in. So noted. Yes. Uh, the teenage Amazon plummets to earth like a wounded bird. Poor thing. Yeah. Well, if only she could fly or uh, if only the wind hadn't stopped. <laughs> She's fine. But they did, they did notice, um, they said, ha ha, old ding dong daddy sure can build a getaway wagon for an emergency. Yeah, and now our cargo of crime gizmos can be delivered to clients all over the country. At that very moment, where still another of ding dong's chariots lurches along the nearby beach. That's a pretty good voice now, I just did. thank you. Um, uh, we know <laughs> this is a western town. Uh-huh. We already saw that ding dong daddy's, wait, I have to find it. Yes, Ding Dong Daddy Dowd's Hot Rod Hive is on the desert flats beyond the town. Yeah, where did he... But there's a beach oh, in the desert. Yeah, we're out so... west. Yeah. Huh. That's strange, isn't it? Well... I guess we had to force... Yes, this... at, exactly. Yes. It's just like when they made Lin-Manuel Miranda rap in the middle of Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, that was so difficult. You got a shoehorn of water scene in here. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks. I loved the Mary Poppins Returns movie, and I actually really liked Lin Manuel Miranda in yeah. that. I just thought the rapping thing was just like, oh. yeah. It's, it was almost like a, hey, everyone, look who wrote Hamilton. Um, you know, one time Aquaman, Aqualad's mentor, was trapped in the desert with no water, and as you know, on the stroke of one hour without water, he'll die. Right. Oh, that's delicious. Well, Aquaman just uh, bit the neck off of a vulture and drank its blood, and that was his water. Oh. Well, you got to do what you got to do. You've got to do what you got to do. Uh, the, heart, Aqu- the heart knows what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> so Aqualad is swimming alongside down the beach uh, following this beach buggy. Mm-hmm. It stopped, and it's, it's angling the rear end of the car toward the water as Aqualad is approaching the shore. And considering what it's about to shoot at him, uh-huh. you gotta get this. You gotta line this up just right. right. <laughs> so the back of the beach buggy is filled with surfboards, which begin uh, shooting out of the back. About eight of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's too shallow for Aqualad to dive. He dodges left. He dodges right. He gets smacked, smacked in, the in the head and knocked unconscious. It's too shallow for him to dive, but not too shallow for him to now be completely submerged, unconscious underwater. I'm assuming he can breathe underwater? Yeah. Okay. Um, beach buggy drives off. Meanwhile, Robin has snuck into Ding Dong Daddy Dowd's hot rod hive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he discovers a dragster exactly like the one that pulled the bank robbery in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Takes a photograph of it with a tiny camera. Tiny little camera. Uh, that must be 110 film. I know because I used to be a photo developer in a one-hour photo lab. So, And 110 film is notoriously the worst kind of film. That is it really? Have. Yes, it's grainy. It's horrible. So Robin then, I mean, knocks these guys out. 
or, or at least like put, put lands a couple of really good punches. Yeah. Robin never struck me as a particularly strong character. Well, he's he's agile, quick, and wiry. You know, mm-hmm. he was a circus acrobat. Yes, I know that. Um, so I mean, he has the normal human strength of a boy his age who exercises all the time. Yeah, and I always forget that he's a boy. You know, like I know, I know, as a well, teen titan, he's, he's a, a teenager. Teen... But but I, I I always when I see Batman and Robin in this mm-hmm. this time in a comic, yeah, I always forget that he's he's like a ward of. Of Bruce Wayne, right? I, even though he he's literally referred to as Bruce Wayne's ward, uh-huh. I just it never like it. Always surprises me to think, oh wait, he's not an adult. I'm, you know, right? Yeah. Um. So, Ding Dong Daddy and two thugs. I just didn't grow up reading. Right. Those, you know. Uh, his thugs bust in on Robin, who's discovered this hot rod and taking a picture of it. Correctly deducing that Ding Dong Daddy must be behind the souped-up hot rods that are terrorizing the nation. Yeah. Uh, And and then he comes in and he says, Hello, Ding Dong. (laughs) I was just uh, looking for a ring of mine. I thought I dropped in here. A ring. A ring, yeah. If I was Robin, I would have been like, Hey, Ding Dong. Well, let's get this over with. Bam, bam, bam. I I wouldn't have. Right. Excuse. Um, I made up a lie about a ring once. You did? I did. I was in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and I had a scratch on my forehead. As you know, I sometimes get scratches right on my hairline because right. aliens kidnap me at That's night right. and put things into my head. That's true. But I had the scratch on my head, and I didn't know where it came from. And the teacher uh, cornered me and demanded to know where I'd gotten a scratch on my she forehead. She cornered you? Well, in my memory, yes. Okay. And it was actually two teachers that pulled me aside and cornered me <gasps> and demanded s- to know... Uh, where I'd gotten scratched my forehead. What did you say? Well, first I said I didn't know, and they wouldn't believe me. You they must have had not... the worst teachers in the world. You have a no end of stories of teachers terrorizing you um, with stupidity. Right. Especially because I was uh, such a good child. So they wouldn't accept the truth. Mm-hmm. So I had to make up a lie. Mm-hmm. And I said that this other kid had a toy ring that we were fighting over. And it scratched my head. Well, of course, then they pulled the other kid in, and she denied it and caused a big kerfuffle. That same teacher and that same other kid, that kid was mouthy and made smart comments behind the teacher's back. And one time, she made a smart comment behind the teacher's back when her back was turned, and the teacher turned around. And, of course, in kindergarten, I was a mouth breather, so I always had my mouth open. (laughs) So the teacher thought I had made the smart remark. And I got in trouble for that. Oh. It's a wonder I survived to adulthood without I, dropping out of school. I was always in trouble in elementary school. Well, yeah. I, I was a class clown. I did not settle down until sixth grade. It took me that long. I'm sorry. I mean, I was always, I was both the class clown and teacher's pet. It was, the, it was bizarre. Well, I was taught to keep my mouth shut and look what it's done for me. What has it done for you? Well, I was on a conference call the other day at work, and someone called me out because I hadn't said anything in quite some time because it was a stupid conference call. I didn't mean to be there. Um, but they called me out for not talking, and I said, well, I stay quiet and listen. That's why everyone likes me. Oh! Robin gets off a couple of slugs of these thugs. But then finds himself in the old tire over the body Classic. Ding-dong daddy dumps a... Pile of tires over Robin. Big John has so trapped him. Trapped like the Michelin Man. And then uh, uh, Danny Robinson uh, knocks him out. No, Danny does not. Yeah, he knocks him unconscious and they tie him to this motorcycle. Are you sure it's Danny who does that? It looks like Danny to me. I don't know. Because Danny is the one who's, who's and later on finds out that, that, that they're doing criminal things and he turns good. Yeah. Well, but... I don't know if he turns good, he just sort of stops... Stops being bad. Okay, we'll come back to that. Okay, so Robin's tied to a motorcycle. Now, you ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Could you strap an unconscious person to a motorcycle and turn it on and have it go? Okay, you can set the throttle to be on, and you can ride along with an unconscious person, and then like set the cro- that you can set the throttle to stay open, and but you cannot. 
someone needs to be steering it. So right. no, no, an unconscious person cannot unless. But he does say that he is able to steer the motorcycle. So mm-hmm. no, it does not make any sense whatsoever. This, uh, but I just you know I've given up on trying to make sense of all these things. Um, so, so the answer is no. You cannot strap. You not you cannot handcuff an unconscious person. Put them on a motorcycle, make it go, and expect it to continue on its own. It will fall over. That's what I was assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Honda. Did you see that? A ribbon of road roars under the wheels of a hot Honda. Huh? Did they have Honda motorcycles in the sixties? Oh, oh, yeah, in the sixties. Yeah. yeah, they actually had about. A dozen different kinds of motorcycles back then. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Between the 60s and the 80s, we saw uh, a lot of different brands close out. Um, so Robin so wakes like, up. It, so, you know, they had Triumphs and they had Harleys and Hondas and sure. Kawasaki's, uh, Victories, Indians. Wow. And then German ones. And, oh, and of stuff. course, yes. Yeah. Okay. Robin wakes up behind the wheel of a motorcycle. And going close to 100 miles per hour, the boy wonder steers the souped-up Honda off the road and onto some kind of grain chute. Is that what you're calling it? Well, what is it? It It's a chute, and it leads to a pile of something, yellow dirt or grain. I don't... I don't know. I don't... It's a special ramp that was built just for this comic. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. What? I'm just going to... Well, it's some kind of conveyor belt of... Maybe they've been digging. There's a backhoe in the background. Maybe they've been mining gold ore or something. It is yellow. This reminds me of um, that dream I had when I woke up crying. Uh-huh. When um, I was... Um, uh, Grease two, uh, <laughs> um, what was that character? It starts with the C. Caulfield, um, uh, Maxwell Caulfield. Maxwell Caulfield, yes. Uh, gets on the motorcycle and he drives off the cliff, or mm-hmm. rides, rides off the cliff, and they think he's dead. Right, right. And then I, I later on as a teenager, no, I think that movie came out when I was a teenager. I dreamt that I was in love with Maxwell Caulfield, uh-huh. and I woke up really upset because I had been in that scene and he had driven off, um, and and died. I'm uh, sorry for your loss. Thank you. I And I couldn't tell that to anyone. I mean, you're probably the first person I told that to years ago. Uh-huh. I've since repeated it several times. Thank you for, for sharing. <laughs> Luckily, Wonder Girl <laughs> happens to be gliding on air currents over the spot where Robin crashed into a pile of gold dust. As we can see, she's passively gliding along in the sky, and she suddenly, suddenly thank, God the, thank God the air currents allow her to glide down to help him. Yes. Uh, she glides down, karate chops the handcuffs, which are keeping him on the motorcycle, off. And they reconvene to share the stories of their defeats. Aqualad their individual somehow defeats. Made, has somehow made it back from the beach. <laughs> um... They all failed, so stop blaming yourselves, kids. Mm-hmm. Well, here comes Danny Robinson driving down the street again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robin's wrist radio is picking up something from Danny's dragster. Shall we repeat what he's overhearing? Yes, where are you starting? Second I'm on panel? page 19. Bzzzt. Eddie to Danny. Eddie to Danny. Bad news, kiddo. The Scorchers will rumble the hubcap tonight. We yeah. can't handle the Scorchers without help, Danny. What'll we do? I don't know, Eddie, but we can't let those road rats run us off the reservation. We'll have to stand and fight over and out. Now, I read this, and I thought they were talking in some kind of code that Robin was going to to figure out. But nope. Uh, the Scorchers are a rival gang of hot rodders, and, and the Hubcap's a restaurant. Yeah, and, and the Scorchers, this rival gang, yeah, they're old. Yes, so... They're, like, in their 30s and 40s. Right. So, it's... I'm assuming it's a kind of a beach movie situation where mm-hmm. Annette and Frankie and their friends were all young, and then uh, Harvey Lembeck and the bad people were all in their 40s. And I just want to say the motorcycles that they're all riding... Uh-huh. These are not... These are all, like... Mopeds. Yeah, they're not motorcycles. Like, the souped-up kind of... The, the classic... Um, uh, American uh, 
cruiser that you see right now was around back then. That was a very, you know, you're sort of um, James Dean kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know, Rebel Without a Cause kind of thing. That th- Those did exist. Okay. These were kind of like low-power, maybe 400 engines or something like that. Well, you know? they're just teens, mm. except for the adult evil people. Mm. Mm. So, Grunt. Robin's got a plan. Wouldn't you like to go to a burger stand? I would love to. Wouldn't you? Especially just... in one that's shaped like a giant car. Yes, and get a burger and fries and a Coke. Uh-huh. Oh, I'd do that right now if I could. Well, I don't have dinner plans yet. Well, I don't know of any road stands. Um, Robin's plan comes to fruition a few hours later at a hamburger and milkshake palace just out of town. So these four kids ride up on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. It's the Teen Titans in disguise. Right. Um. And they start talking teenage slang, so they know that they're uh, legit. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that they're dropouts from Green Valley High. <laughs> We're just a bunch of dropouts. Um, one of my very favorite stories from the 70s was an issue of Brave and Bold, where Batman enlisted the Teen Titans to go undercover as uh, hooligans, as you would call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just Kid Flash and Wonder Girl went undercover mm-hmm. while Robin and Speedy Green Arrow's ward okay. uh, stayed in costume. But mm-hmm. I loved that idea that the Teen Titans would go undercover. And so I was very excited when I got to this panel and realized that the Teen Titans had gone undercover as dropouts. Mm-hmm. Um, Aqualad, I don't know why he's got a motorcycle helmet with a, like a feather coming off the top, but he's the only one. The rest of them are normal, except for Wonder Girl, who's dyed her hair blonde. Has she dyed it? Well, I'm assuming, or it's... Yes, it has to be dyed because um, when they rough her up later, they try to pull her hair off. <laughs> they do try to pull her hair off. No girl likes her hair pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> so then the Scorchers show up, and they're all wearing crazy outfits. Like, yeah, one has a Jughead hat. One has a top hat. Mm-hmm. They look like... Uh, who is that? The Perils of Penelope Pit Stop and Snidely Whiplash that was on the her rival. Oh my god, that is a deep dive. Well, yeah, well, I'm very old, and I've seen a lot of television. Um, that's what they right. look like, right? They do look like that, yes. Um, so the Scorchers show up, and they're going to rough the place up. They've all got uh, red. This is this reminds me of the video for Take On Me. Uh-huh. They all have wrenches. Uh-huh. They're, they're not going to fight with guns or knives. They're nope. using um, tools. Right. Mm-hmm. So Aqua Lad takes the lead. He punches the lead Scorcher in the stomach. And the guy in the top hat with mutton chops dunks him into a barrel of water. Dumps him into a barrel of water. That's not going to do anything for Aqualad. Nope. Because Aqualad just takes one hand yep. and pulls the guy into the barrel with him. That must be a big, one of the, a big barrel, bigger on the It's, it's like mm-hmm. the TARDIS. It's right. bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. While at the same instant, a couple of other Scorchers start to gang up on Kid Flash while he just spins at super speed. This, this panel right here is what reminded me of Take On Me. The two yeah, guys. the two uh, guys advancing uh-huh. on Kid Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, another watch that after this. Okay. Yeah. Another couple of kids grab Wonder Girl and... Uh, grab her hair. Yeah, you're going to grab her hair. But she just tosses them aside like Raggedy Ann dolls. That's right. All the Scorchers are defeated. The uh, Teen Titans reveal themselves to the Ding Dong Daddy Gang. Where I got angry. Is because uh, Robin and Kid Flash are wearing full face masks. Underneath their rubber masks. Right. Right. So they have their superhero mask on underneath the realistic face masks that they were wearing. Yes. Well, they didn't want their identities to be revealed. So having these little... Eye covers definitely <laughs> re- um, didn't reveal their identity. I don't think these masks that you on. understand mask technology. I grew in up the in the seventies and the eighties. Yes. I w- started watching television as soon as I could sit on on my own. I know all about the convention of wearing a rubber mask, and it never looked real. And well, Batman I, this is has ridiculous. very advanced rubber mask technology. Which he lent to Robin to help him and Kid Flash disguise themselves as teenage hooligans. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. You don't understand. I grew up watching Manimal. I understand a lot. Next day at the Hot Rod Factory. Why did that show just pop into my head? Manimal. I don't know. I don't think I ever watched one episode of it. Awful. It was horrible. Um, So I'm gonna. I'm also gonna be a little upset with this lower right hand uh, panel. Oh yeah, Wonder Girl. Uh huh. All the boys are going to have things that they can do to help in the shop. Go ahead. You go. Yeah, back up because the Teen Titans back in disguise um, have shown up. At the Hot Rod Factory asking for jobs. Have you ever worn a full face mask for Halloween? Um, no. I did. Well, I went to like a vampire kind of thing mm-hmm. one time. It was basically something you pull in over your head. Mm-hmm. It was just all rubbery or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh. The smell. Well, your hot breath. Yeah. Trapped inside all around your body and uh-huh. your ears and everything. It's just the worst. It's the worst. It bothers me that these guys are wearing these masks and they have their... Their their eye masks on under the it doesn't that does that bother only me? Am I yeah. the only person on the planet that bothers? Well, if you were a crime fighter, maybe you'd feel a little bit differently about it. I guess I missed my calling. Hmm. So they find jobs. Ding Don Daddy agrees to give them jobs. He looks especially boys. creepy in this that middle right hand yeah. panel. Um so he says, what's this chick do? Is she a wrench jockey too? No, ding dong. I thought I could pep up the boys' morale with a little music while they work. So what is her idea of making a little bit of music? Well, she goes into Ding Dong Daddy's office with him alone. Auditions for him. And does a little jig. She's making up lyrics to a song and does a little jig. Like literally throws her hands up in the air, moves her hips, and makes up lyrics. And he's going, ha, like it, like it, babe. That's like disgusting. I like it. Like, like I, I like I, it, I, babe. Sorry, I didn't see that. You're right. Yeah, like I like um, it. I tried to write a uh, tune for this. Did you really? Lyrics, but it didn't. The Ring-a-ding-ding, ring-a-ding-dong, you're flying on all engines. That's that doesn't so even rhyme, stupid. Wonder Girl. That's her job. Like the guys are going to work on cars and she's going to scoot. Dance around? Uh-huh. Jig about a bit? Well, she's distracting him so that the boys can plant their recording devices and their uh. electronic transistorized bugs. Ding dong daddy is ding dong stupid. So Robin plants some kind of... Ding dong dullard. I should have said ding dong dullard. Ah, uh, good one. I wish yeah, you'd have thought you. of that earlier. Yeah, me too. Um, Robin plants some kind of a listening device outside the secret room and broadcasts the conversation that's happening inside, which, of course... Gives away the whole plan. Cause the, right. Because the guys working out in the in the garage on the other hot rods don't really know what's going on. Don't, they probably don't even know that there's a secret room. Right. Right? The the Danny Robinsons don't know that what's right. going on in the back room. Right. Um, and, uh, of course, the people in the back room are talking about the full extent of their plans at all times. And they say, luckily. pretty smooth, slick. Those dropout kids keep turning out getaway buggies and heist gadgets while Ding Dong sells them to every gang in the country and cleans up big. What? The Teen Titans were right. Danny so, Robinson says. Danny He's says. a crook. He used us. This also reminds me, because now these kids are ganging up. It reminds me of that AHA video. Yeah. Get him. Get him. Uh, so... Ding Dong Daddy tries to escape, and Wonder Girl trips him, mm-hmm. and then stands on her, and then stands with on her his back. Mag- super magic foot. It's well, Amazonian. It's, she has super strength. Okay, all right, fine. Um, but he trips right in front of his desk where there's a secret button, which he pushes, and we get another aha moment. Yeah, the alerting the thugs in the secret room. Uh, By the way, I've got that song, that song going in my I'm head sorry. right now. It's... You always will from this moment on. Uh-huh. Um, also, the button activates the robotic <laughs> gas pump, <laughs> whirr, whirr. which uh, starts whirring around the room. Have you been listeners? If you are familiar with Martin's Grocery Store, it's a regional grocery store in the Northeast. Mid-Atlantic region. They have these things, which I guess are floor cleaners. That are completely robotic. But they're robotic, and they move super slowly around the store, and they're always in your way. <laughs> and they have googly eye faces on them. <laughs> like, like on, like a, like, I mean, literally, those googly eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like a Sid and Marty Croft puppet. Yes. 
only they're not jolly and they don't sing. And no matter where you are in the store, you'd be looking at your produce and you bag it up and you turn around and there's a fucking robot (laughs) behind you. (laughs) And wherever you need to go next, it's always in the way. You have to wait for it to move or you have to go take a big detour to another (laughs) aisle so you can get to the Hispanic food aisle or something, wherever you need to go. We do, which we do shop in, of course. Yes. Yes. Well, they're horrible. Well, yes, of course. And that's exactly what this is, except it's spinning around at fast speed and flailing its. It gas doesn't pump. have a face. No, it doesn't have a face, but it does have a arms, gas pump arms oh, that it's flailing about. It's very rare that you and I go to the grocery store at the same time because right. we go almost every day. Mm-hmm. We're just like we're very European that way that they go to the store. For well, our shops. no, we don't plan ahead our meals. That's no. the problem. Oh, I like to pretend like we're actually something we aren't. But anyway, um, I love when you come home with one of these stories about the googly-eyed floor cleaner. I just it happens so often. I just love it. It makes me so happy. Not that you're bothered. It just makes me so happy to hear you tell the stories. Thank you. Jumping jackfish, Robin. That gas pump's coming alive. <laughs> and then, for the second time in the comic, Aqualad gets knocked out cold. Yeah, so does Robin. Aqualad needs to learn how to duck. Luckily, he needs to work on his evasive techniques. <laughs> Danny Robinson. Danny Robinson. In a dragster, smashes into the gas pump robot. Just crushes it to bits. Thank God. He's turned good. After what the Titans did for the kids here, we owed it to you. Uh, and Wonder Girl has Ding Dong Daddy floored mm-hmm. for good. Mm-hmm. Um, Ding Dong tries to explain his way out of the situation. And Danny Robinson says, cool it, Ding Dong. Thanks to the Teen Titans, we found you out. But how can we ever thank them? <laughs> you can thank us by going, going back, back to school. school. Uh, being a dropout might look rosy at first, but there's no future in it. That's right. How about it, kids? I'll go back for a, for another whirl. Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. another whirl. Yeah. Me too, Danny. Include me in. Check, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Later. Later. Well, that wraps it up, kids. Do, 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 do. Um... I like this panel of the Teen Titans just arm in arm. Isn't that nice? Walking off to their next adventure. I imagine it must have been nice being a teenager and reading this and just being like, yeah, I could, like this, life is great. This room, this panel particularly reminds me very much of a beach movie scene. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's it for this issue of Teen Titans. Well, it's quite a little adventure we've had. Um, I did like the undercover angle. I was not sold on it up to that point, but you are reminded of my hatred of rubber masks. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm. I don't. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought the artwork was refreshing. I'm glad to hear you say that. Mm -hmm. I loved the. Of course, they didn't know this, but um, when they drew this, but I loved that. Uh, the panels of the gangs, the rival gangs, um, reminded us both of AHA. Uh-huh. Just the style of the clothing they're wearing. And well, that video, I, of course, can't remember the reference now, but that video is uh, based on a famous European comic. Oh, is it? Yeah. And it's very likely that Nick Gardy would have been aware of that comic or run in the same circles or something i'll have to find out what that is mm-hmm. or somebody will tell us anyway you can find us on social media at go check pod you can rate and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you get your free podcast downloads from and you can come right back here every week to hear us read through a comic which i'm probably familiar with and dr husband probably isn't <laughs> that's that's true um anything else to add no, we are. Um, we we had a dear friend uh, with us last weekend. Yes, as I'm sure you all heard, because yes. she was on the podcast. And uh, this weekend, we've been starting to make plans for our upcoming trip to. Well, Ireland. you have. I didn't do a blame thing all day until the recording this podcast. Yeah, I'm very excited about our trip. Um, do you have any more ideas about what you want for dinner? Dinner? Yeah. Uh, yeah, hamburger. Okay. I want I want cheeseburgers. I'll grill them outside. Fantastic. We still I have to go to the store though. You're get, right. Yeah, yeah. I hope 
we go to Martin's and see the googly-eyed robot. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye.